Well, hello there. Welcome to a very special audio-only episode of Back of the Cereal Box, brought to you by Hitchhiker Toys. Check them out at hitchhikertoys.com. I am your host, the prophet of pop culture, John Pika. You can call me Johnny. And on this episode, I am going to share my review of the Disney Pixar animated movie, Lightyear. And we are going to do that right after this. It's like Coca-Cola, Levi's Strauss, Johnny Carson and Mickey Mouse. The first star was James Dean. Elvis Presley and he's still the king. Some things are only imitatable. You can't be that original. Welcome back to Back of the Cereal Box. I am your host, the prophet of pop culture, John Pika. You can call me Johnny. We are a pop culture podcast that celebrates the fun of the Saturday mornings of our youth while surviving adulthood today. You see, I am of an age where we did not have iPhones or iPads at the breakfast table on Saturday morning. We read the back of the cereal box. That was our newspaper. That was our world. And it exposed us to the pop culture that we love today. Cartoons and comic books and music and movies and toys and games and everything in between. And in between cartoons, kaiju, and kung fu movies, we were reading the back of the cereal box. And who am I? My name is John Pika. I am the prophet of pop culture, as dubbed by our listeners and viewers. You can call me Johnny. And Avengers comic books, Star Wars movies, and Saturday morning cartoons made me who I am today. And that's why I love talking about all of the cool pop culture stuff from my youth. And on this episode, I thought I would share my thoughts about the brand new Disney Pixar movie, Lightyear. All right, first up, the tale of the tape. From the official synopsis for Lightyear, legendary space ranger Buzz Lightyear embarks on an intergalactic adventure alongside ambitious recruits Izzy, Moe, Darby, and his robot companion, Socks. It is adapted from Toy Story, directed by Angus McLean, distributed by Walt Disney, and stars Chris Evans as Buzz Lightyear, Taika Waititi as Mo Morrison, Kiki Palmer as Izzy Hawthorne, and my first reaction, I loved it. We went and saw this movie as a Saturday afternoon matinee showing, which is the best way to see a summer blockbuster, in my opinion. And we settled in without very high expectations. I'm going to tell you the honest truth. I felt like this movie was marketed the incorrect way. What I just read from the synopsis is partially true, 
But there's nothing compelling about that. This movie is basically Andy's favorite movie. Andy from Toy Story was a big Buzz Lightyear fan. And according to the opening role, the opening crawl, it said in 1995, Andy saw a movie starring his favorite hero, Buzz Lightyear. This is that movie. Really, that's how this movie should have been marketed. I think I knew that going in, and I think a lot of fans who are deep, deep into pop culture and the lore knew that going in, but the general public I don't think did. And I think there was some marketing confusion here. That was a misstep on Disney's part. So I went in without very high expectations, to be honest with you. But I loved this movie. I was on the edge of my seat. I smiled from ear to ear. It gripped me. It had all of the elements of classic, family-friendly, science fiction, action-adventure. It borrowed a lot from the Star Wars universe, intentionally. I I think that is all intentional. Um, You got this sense of a very used universe and... There were all of these other tropes that played into this that really made it feel like your favorite old blanket that you love to wrap yourself up in. In my opinion, this was a perfect family-friendly action-adventure sci-fi fantasy movie. It was perfect. Had the right pacing. It had a compelling story. It had the right dashes of comedy. You had the annoying character in Moe that kind of served as the C-3PO or uh, Jar Jar Binks kind of character. It had everything that a family-friendly summer blockbuster should have. And to be quite honest with you, I feel like this was the best film so far of 2022. I enjoyed it more than Spider-Man No Way Home. I enjoyed it more than Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. I enjoyed it more than Top Gun Maverick. I really, really, really love this movie. And to be honest with you, I was never a Buzz Lightyear fan. I was never a Toy Story fan. And I came out of this movie a Buzz Lightyear fan. So do I recommend Lightyear? Absolutely I do. On a scale of 1 to 10 bowls of cereal, I'm going to give this a 9.5. And I'm I'm only going to take away half a point because of the way the movie was marketed. Now, there were some people out there who have been dissing this movie and really throwing shade on it. And calling it a failure, a flop, and taking it to task for pushing a social agenda. Let me address a couple of things first. And I I want you to understand that I have recorded and re-recorded this segment four times already because I don't want to be misunderstood. I want to get this right. And I want you to hear what, what I think is important about this. First of all, 
It was not a failure. It was not a flop. Domestically, it has grossed a profit. It did not meet initial projections. It did not do as well as Disney hoped. Does that make it a failure? No. It just means that it didn't perform as well as they were expecting it to. That's not a flop. That's not a failure. It still made a profit. It was still successful. There will still probably be a sequel. However, and this is what I want you to hear accurately, it was banned in China and most of the Middle East, and I believe even in India and maybe even Russia. The international release on this movie has been crippling. And there's one reason for that. There is a character, Commander Hawthorne, who is a gay woman. And the writers and the directors made the conscious decision to leave that as part of the story despite international markets rejecting the film whole cloth because of that. Now, I'm just going to say this at first. It's a brief moment where Commander Hawthorne mentions that she's engaged and her name is Kiko. There's another scene sometime later where there is a really quick kiss between the two characters. And a lot of people are saying, well, it's Disney forcing an agenda, shoving it down our throat. And it is true that the international markets rejected the movie completely. And it is true that the director and the writers chose, despite the resistance, to keep it in. And it is a brief moment. And it's not forcing an agenda. I want you to hear this first. It is not forcing an agenda. It is a reflection of where we are in contemporary America today. 30 40 years ago, maybe even 20 years ago, it was rare for anyone to know someone who was gay. Today, it is super common. And I was thinking about this myself. I believe the majority of my friends are actually gay. It's just a reflection of the change in our culture. However, Eastern countries the other hemispheres in the world have rejected that as factual. It's They've rejected it as immoral and they will not support or distribute a movie that features that kind of relationship. And Disney, to their credit, stuck to their guns and they did not take that out. I commend them for that. Because whether you agree or disagree with the lifestyle or the character's choices, the fact of the matter is that the writers wrote something for a specific reason. And whether you want to call that an agenda or not is up to you. But I believe an artist should never bow to pressure from somebody else to change or alter their art. And for the stand that Disney made, I commend them. Because they took the stand knowing it was going to be 
crippling to their box office receipts. It was a big gamble. It was a big risk. And they decided to take it anyway. And I commend them for that. And let me just say this, that art, all art, should have an agenda. Art has the power to impact lives. It has the power to influence, to educate, and not just entertain. And so all art should have some kind of agenda. Whether you agree with the agenda or not is up to you. You can vote with your dollars and not support the agenda, not support that art that has an agenda. But whether it's secular art or religious art, whether it's progressive or conservative, Republican or Democrat, it should have an agenda. Good art always has an agenda. I'm off my soapbox about that. So besides that obstacle of international markets refusing to distribute this film, banning it, what have you, Lightyear faced two other huge problems that Disney failed to address. One, I read it in the synopsis. They failed to educate audiences what this film was. This movie is the movie that is Andy's favorite movie about his favorite superhero, Buzz Lightyear. It's not a prequel. It is the movie that sparked Andy's fandom. It would be equatable to Star Wars for me. And so if someone had made a cartoon story about my life and people wanted to say, well, how did John get turned on to all of the pop culture stuff that he loves? Or, or how did he become an entertainer? How did he become a champion magician and a singer who sang at Carnegie Hall? How did all of this come about? They would play for you Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. And that's what this movie was for the character of Andy from Toy Story. And the opening crawl of this movie described it that way, and that's exactly how the marketing and the commercials should have described it. They should have told you that this is the adventure of Buzz Lightyear, that the toys and Andy's fandom from Toy Story was based on. They failed to do that. That's a big problem. The other thing they failed to address properly, and had they marketed it the correct way to begin with, they wouldn't probably wouldn't have had to address the second problem, and that is the casting of Chris Evans as Buzz Lightyear instead of Tim Allen. And this is not the first time that somebody else has played Buzz Lightyear. You may or may not remember there was a an animated series, a Saturday morning animated series, Buzz Lightyear and Space Command, I think, or Buzz Lightyear and the Space Rangers. I'll look it up. And someone will correct me. And that was voiced by Patrick Warburton, Putty from Seinfeld, The Tick. He was the voice of Lightyear. Nobody had a problem with that. For some reason, casting Chris Evans as Buzz Lightyear in a major motion picture release, rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Well, if it had been marketed correctly 
as Andy's favorite movie, then you would realize, oh, the Buzz Lightyear toy in Toy Story is actually an imitation or a recreation of the actor's voice in the movie Lightyear. Do you see where I'm going? If they had done that correctly, they would have overcome two major hurdles, two major obstacles. Now, there are two, maybe three other reasons that this movie underperformed. Again, it underperformed. It did not flop. It still has made a profit. But the other reasons are important to note and a little bit out of Disney's control. One, it was released on the heels of two other major blockbusters, Top Gun Maverick and Jurassic World Dominion. And the competition for the box office dollar is just very high with a lot of families going to see Top Gun, reliving the nostalgia of the original movie, and a lot of people going to see Jurassic World. It was just an obstacle that couldn't be accounted for, maybe. Uh, there's some debate on that. And with with the economy in a recession, gas prices, at, in some cases, over $5 a gallon, families are having to make choices. And... They may not be able to go to every movie that comes out, and they have to choose between one or the other. That's a real thing. Now, the last obstacle that this film had to overcome was one of Disney's own making. Disney is solely to blame for this. The last three Pixar movies, Soul, Luca, Turning Red, were released exclusively to Disney+. Plus streaming on Disney+. Plus, Even Encanto, which was released in theaters, went to Disney+, Plus just two weeks after its theatrical release. So audiences have been conditioned. They've been taught to expect these movies to be released on Disney+, Plus, either exclusively or immediately after the theatrical release. And that's a huge problem for Disney. I'm not going to say, I told you so, but I told you so. I was not in support of, at the beginning of the pandemic lockdowns, of delaying, 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 releasing everything in theaters and on streaming at the same time. I said way back then, and you can go back and listen to an episode of back of the cereal box where I probably said this, that I thought it was going to bite studios in the butt in the future. And for Disney, Lightyear was a big, huge chomp on the rear end. And they did it to themselves. It's going to take a while to retrain audiences to go back to the theaters. And look, in some states in the U.S., at this at this date, I'm recording this on June 25th, 2022. In some areas, there are still states and cities that have, you know, limitations on public gatherings where you can go. There are still theaters that are limiting how many tickets can be sold, audience size, 
requiring masks still. And there are still a lot of people who are anxious about that on both sides of the fence. Some people, you know, they don't want to be exposed to the virus and other people don't want to have their quote unquote rights infringed. And so that's factored in as well. And when you, when you consider that a lot of those audiences are expecting it to just be another Disney plus release, uh, that's bad mojo that, that adds up to a lackluster underperforming release. It is not a flop, but it has underperformed and that's a shame for such a good movie. I want to encourage you to go see it. Lightyear is a fantastic action-adventure movie. I promise you, you are going to have fun. You are going to love this movie. It's going to meet your every expectation. All right, so that is my Saturday matinee movie review of Lightyear. I loved it. I highly recommend it. For me, it was the best movie of 2022. Go see it and let me know what you think. If you agree, you can drop us a voicemail, drop us an email, comment on our social media pages on Facebook or Instagram. And before we leave, I need to remind you to check out our sponsor, Hitchhiker Toys in White House, Tennessee. Hitchhikertoys.com. They are family friendly, they are family owned, they are locally focused. And they always, always have something that I'm looking for or that I've never seen anywhere else. And the prices are right. They never, ever gouge you. Now, you might not be in Middle Tennessee and can't go there in person, but you can visit them on their website, hitchhikertoys.com, and participate in their eBay auctions, their whatnot auctions. And if they don't have something in stock, I guarantee you that they can find it. So check them out. Hitchhiker Toys at hitchhikertoys.com. Well, that's it for this episode. This has been one of the hardest episodes for me to record. I've done it over and over and over this afternoon just to make sure that I get it right. I would love to hear your comments. You can join the discussion on our Facebook group at the back of the cereal box Saturday morning rec room. You can comment on our page on Facebook. You can leave a review on whatever platform you're listening, Apple, Spotify, Google Music, Amazon, iHeartRadio. You can send us a voicemail. Let us know what you think about Lightyear. Did did Johnny get it wrong or right? We'll play that voicemail on a future episode. You can go old school and drop us an email. Just visit backofthecerealbox.fun to connect with us in all of those various ways, backofthecerealbox.fun. And if you like our show, contribute, donate, a dollar, two dollars, five, ten, hallelujah, C-note. You can do that at backofthecerealbox.fun. If you hate our shows, donate even more generously. Help us improve at backofthecerealbox.fun. All right, guys and gals, friends and foes, that is it for me this week. My name's Johnny. Hope you guys love the show. Tell two, three hundred of your closest friends and family to come share the fun. And until the next time, love you, mean it. We'll catch you on the back of the cereal box.